All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. Mick Thomas here. I hope you are well. Cheers for coming back. Cheers for joining me, for liking, subscribing, sharing, passing it on, spreading the word of the Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. I do appreciate it. I'm everywhere now where you can listen to these things, right? Apple, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Google Play, Podcast.com. I could be making these up, these names up actually. But uh, yeah, on YouTube, I got some stand-up on there too. Uh, thanks for coming back. I, I appreciate it. I hope you're well. I hope everyone's safe. I had, uh, I had, sorry, I had technical difficulties on this. I had, uh, it, was a, it was a strange week. Not, not in a bad way. It was kind of almost like, I was back to normal. I was back to normal stand-up wise. It felt very weird. But um, as we move into the next, another week, it's not like that. So I guess the Lord giveth and taketh. Easy come, easy go. Right? I uh, had an interesting week stand-up wise. So I was sitting at home on Monday on the counter not on the counter. I was just sitting there doing some work on the old computer there. And I look on my phone and an email popped up. I don't know if you have your, however you have your phone set. Some people have the phone set that their text message shows up. Uh, their email shows up. Mine showed up as in just like, hey, Mick, just confirming this. I was like, all right, just confirming what? So I logged into the email and I saw, uh, apparently I was booked and I've pretty much taught my calendar was wiped clean based on uh, El Covedo. Uh, that's not Spanish, by the way. I just I just totally made that up um, for COVID. And uh, so what happened was I I I um, I it turned out there was a gig that was in Connecticut that they still wanted to go ahead and do social distancing and all that. And they they were I guess there's a room that seated two fifty, so they had like a hundred people in it. And they wanted to, to go ahead and, and have the show going. So I was like, all right, this is nice. This is nice. I get to go back on the road again. And with my friend, Chris Roach from, um, I don't know if you ever heard of this guy, Kevin James. I don't know. He was on some sitcom uh, called uh, King Queens. I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it ever did well. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but my friend Chris, of course, was uh, was working with Kevin in that uh, sitcom, Kevin Come Wait. And um, so it's, it's nice to get back on the road with my buddy. But on Wednesday night, Wednesday night, I was at Governor's Comedy Club on Long Island. They have the patio room there. And my buddy Mike runs a very, very good, a very good open mic. You should go, by the way, if you're still looking to get it to stand up. Uh, there's nothing wrong with an open mic because you will see people of all levels of comedy. You'll see someone for the first time doing stand up, and it's 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 great to watch how nervous they are. Uh, you'll see some newbies, and you'll see some veterans might swing by. Right, established comics like myself might run by and try out some new material. Try it out, see how it sounds. Right, I'm sorry if you hear landscaping on the background, but if you're wondering what that noise is. I uh, the only place I guess it's gone, and I have to get this up. But anyways, so we're at. Here's what was funny because some people lash back on my last podcast, which I uh, I can't remember what it was called. It was something about do we have to? Should you wear a mask or whatever it was? 
And I kind of got a little, uh, not political, but kind of just more, more or less the state of, um, the state of, in my opinion, like how we are and how sensitive people are and that kind of stuff. And, and I was at Governor's on Wednesday backstage. And now usually it's just, when you go back there, it's just, there was maybe 19 comics, majority open micers and a few, uh, a few of my old crew, Dan Barry, Dennis Rooney, Mike, of course, was there. Tim Gage walked in. And we're all just sitting there kind of laughing our arses off, you know, catching up. It's always good to see each other. It's always good to find out what's going on in each other's lives. And I, uh, so I looked down and then I noticed my keys were missing. So I turned around and I go, guys, does anyone see my keys? And then I said, and here's what, here's what happened because... Based on the the people who were in the room at the time, I said, oh, I think the black girl took him. That's what I said. Now my friends, Rooney and Dan Barry, just went, oh, Mick. Oh, Mick. Knowing, knowing me deep down. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit there and tell you, you know, and I, I, they know I'm not racist. I'm not going to say that because I usually find when someone says, now I'm not racist, usually means you're about to say some racist shit. But I'm not going to say that because I'm fucking, I know who I am as a person. But anyway, so I said, I think the black girl took him. Now, the new people, the comics kind of looked at each other and then they looked at me. They're, they're young, right? They're, 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 uh, they're, they're little, little, some, there was some, and it was a mixture, right? We had some whiteies there. Whitey was there. So we had some black people there. Well, no, we didn't. We had one black person there. She just had uh, her own. She was there. We had some Hispanic comics on the show. We had uh, some Jewish people. We had some fine representation of everybody on the show. But there was only one black girl there, and I said, I think the black girl took my keys. Now, people looked at me like I said, oh, she stole my keys because she was black. I didn't. I made an observation. I didn't go, oh, I think the girl in the blue dress, don't remember. She had her hair tied back with a ribbon, and I still don't know. The black girl. Oh, I didn't notice the color. You fucking liars. So... I just went, uh, yeah, I think, I think the, the, the black girl there, uh, I think she took my keys. And everybody's reaction was like fucking like, oh my God, this is, this is ridiculous. This is disgusting. So I walk out. And I didn't know her name, by the way. That's why I said the black girl, right? There's so many people back there. And I, do, I just don't know their names. They're new comics. I may have had conversation with one or two. Just a quick, hey, that was a good set or whatever, whatever was said. And, uh, but we don't, you know, you don't really talk. I don't really talk to that many people there apart from my regular crew. And uh, my crew, like I'm a fucking gang. Do you hear me talk? Hey man, that's my crew. Like I'm a gang from the nineties. And uh, so this fucking asshole had to cut outside my house today. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's problems for you, right? Problems. So I, um, I didn't know her name. So I walked out and I walked, she's out front with her, fa- her boyfriend and her family. And I walked and I go, hey, did you take my keys by any chance? And she went, uh, what kind of car do you drive? And I went, uh, you know, and she went, oh my God. And what had happened was my keys are, I don't, I don't have a, a I don't turn my key in my car. Like a poor person, I, uh, <laughs> I, I turn my key like, uh, I, I have a press button, right? So you have the fob key with you on the car. And um, so she has the same make of car, not the same car. She has the same make car. So she obviously looked down and just saw the fob and put it, picked him up and walked off. She went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, don't worry about it. 
don't worry about it. It happens. It happens, right? Simple mistake was made. She apologized. We laughed. She goes, I said, you know what? I'm Mick, by the way. This is our second time talking. She went, I'm Mezzy. And, uh, and that was it. I went back and I went, guess what, guys? The black girl had my keys. You fucking sensitive pieces of shit. And I then, I, then of course, I was an asshole. And her name is Mezzy, by the way, you, you racist. Learn her name. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, that's the world we live in now, right? Where people are so fucking sensitive that you can't just say something. Like, everyone assumes... Like, not everybody out, out there is out to say horrible shit. Not everybody out there is a bad person, right? Not everything you say is going to be evil. It's going to be wrong, just stop taking, let's start taking people at face value, will we? Will you? Can we try that? Let's do that. Let's maybe try that for a bit instead of just fucking, oh, he's a racist because he said the black girl took his keys. When if you had heard what I'd said, the exact words, I think the black girl took my keys. I did not say the, my car keys were stolen by a black person, obviously. Stop with the sensitivity, people. And we, this shit will go away. We will ride this out if we all fucking just grow up here and just realize and come at people with a place of love. Just a place of love. So anyway, that was... Uh, and then I went to the diner with Dan after the show and we had a fucking blast. It was good to catch up with old Dan Barry. And uh, and uh, so the next night then... Thir- did I have a show Thursday? I don't think I did. I didn't have a show Thursday. I uh, I had a show Friday. Now, my show Friday was with um, Ray Allen, and it was a Zoom show. And I was kind of against Zoom shows, but my buddy Brian McFadden, Brian Scott McFadden, who I'm working with this Thursday night, by the way, I'll give you the details on that one, Long Island. And um, so Brian McFadden kind of said, look, Mick, just do the Zoom shows. They're going to be have a lot of fun. And Ray Allen does a great Zoom show. It's not like you're standing there in front of your, you know, and your curtains are behind you. And then you're just going up going, hey, what's the deal with? And you're not doing 15 minutes of material, right? You're not doing 15 minutes of material. You're just, he's just talking to you and he, you, you end up going down the road of one of your bits, right? And then he moves on. So I was on the show with very funny people. Uh, Joe List, who has a new uh, comedy special out on YouTube. Check that out. Rachel Feinstein was on the show. Big fan of Rachel's. Uh, Mike Somerville. Just a, fuck, just a funny fucking bunch of people. And then you sign in from home, right? You buy a ticket and then you sign in. And then what Ray does is he makes the whole thing interactive. So he'll zoom in on, on people sitting at home and he'll talk to them. And, and, and then, you know, we can, we can go back and forth with the audience if you want to. And it was a really good show, right? It was a really, really good show. Yeah, it's not the same as stand-up, but the way Ray had done it, and I was kind of against Zoom shows, and I still am in a way. I think I still am in a way uh, against the Zoom shows. I don't knock people from doing it. I don't stop you, but it's just not for me to get up and pretend like I'm getting that connection from an audience. But Ray had done it well, so I would definitely do a show like that again. Um, you know, it was a lot of fun. He's got this club down in Aruba. He's Aruba Ray. Aruba Ray's comedy club, which I will be going down to. Uh, it was so funny because we were talking on the show too about like off air before the audience could to, could could uh, join in. So we were, you know, we were on the call maybe 20 minutes before the show started. And he was telling us that like, oh yeah, there's one case down there. And it's like, it's funny that you can now, like you, you can't pinpoint New York City. You can't go, fucking Jeff. Right, so down in Aruba, 
which is so small. He goes, yeah, this guy went to Denmark and he came back with it. I'm like, yeah. So now when he gets there, you're like, fucking, there's Hans. There's the guy who brought it here. Fucking classic Hans. I go, we should call our, we should call our prime minister. We should call our prime minister now. He goes, yeah, you should like, hey, hey, Jane, guess what? What's wrong? Hans brought COVID in. Like, I think it's so small that that's, I, I fantasize about people. That's how they talk to each other. That everyone just knows each other by name. I think the Simpsons did that, didn't they? I'm going to take this all the way up to me, member of parliament. Hey, Andy. <laughs> great episode. But so, yeah, that was a, it was a fucking, it was a great show. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs on it. And I really, really enjoyed it. And then that was Friday night. That was Friday night. So then comes Saturday and me and Chris Roach, we get in the car and we say, well, let's go to Connecticut. Let's go to Connecticut and and fucking let's do our thing, right? And there was, uh, we took the ferry from Port Jefferson, beautiful ferry to Bridgeport. The sun was shining. And of course, the second we get on the fucking ferry, there's just people like, can I take a picture with you? Not with me. That would sound arrogant if I was complaining about that. Uh... They were just like, do you want to take a picture with Roach? Because, you know, he's a TV, TV guy. He was on the, on the, on the TV. And uh, it's, it's funny, man. I, I don't, why would you, I never understood why you would take a picture with somebody, right? I don't, I don't understand it. Like, so you can put it online, right? I just never, I never understood that. Like I, as I never, when I started a comedy and, and I was never used to being around famous people, right? They come to shows, celebrities come to shows and then some comedians you get to work with. Uh, are famous people, right? I'm not going to say her name, people I've met, but it's like I never wanted, hey, can I get a picture with you? I don't know. I don't know. I never, one time I've done that and I wasn't, I didn't ask someone kind of forced the picture together and that was with Greg Giraldo, rest in peace. And I was kind of, uh, I was kind of, you know, glad I did. But I don't know, man, I've had pe- people take pictures with me after a show and now as time goes on, like I've kind of been friends, like my, my, there's a buddy and I'll call him a buddy of mine in, in New Jersey. Michael Turtle, right? He uh, he came to see me at Uncle Vinny's and he took a picture and I was like, of course I would. And now it's like we still converse back and forth and he kept coming to shows and I kind of, we've bypassed the 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 uh, entertainer audience member. And I was like, yeah, Mike's a buddy of mine. Michael is a, is a friend of mine now. I'm happy to say that. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I just don't, I, don't, I, don't, I personally don't get the picture taken. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't get it. That's me personally. I'm not knocking anyone who did it. So Roach takes the pictures and we're sitting up on top and the sun is shining. And is this fucking guy there? Is this this guy? Fat guy. Here we go. It's a fact, you know, and he's got his shirt off. And I'm like, look at, we can't get people to wear masks. Now we can't even get people to wear fucking shirts. And he was just this guy that's always tanned, always working on his tan. He wasn't an old guy, I would say. He's not aging well, but I would say he's in his 50s. And he's just not, you know, I'm like, fucking put a shirt on. Like, don't be that guy. Like, you, you, you're tan. You're done. Like, you're already done. That's it. There's nowhere else to go from here, only cancer. That's the only, that's your next level. Like, if you had a, a, a tanned graph, like, you're not going to be, like, you've bypassed Puerto Ricans, right? You know, the Puerto Ricans, some Puerto Ricans, like, even the dark Puerto Ricans, their natural color. Like, that, you're not even, like, you've bypassed them now, right? You're not going to become, like, black, you just, you just, you're done. You've reached your limit. Your next level is cancer. That's it. Stop fucking tanning. Stop it. 
and he had a dog, and I thought that was like, all right, he's like fucking. Here's the thing about dogs that like so we're on the ferry, and you can take dogs on the ferry, but does like does anyone like do you think dogs know? Do you think dogs know that they they live with assholes? You know what I mean? Like not I'm talking about they don't beat them or feed them, but you think a dog know like. Like a dog is walking down the street and he sees another dog. You know the type of asshole I'm talking about, right? Where like he wears an FBI hat. Like, yeah, federal boob inspector. Look at me. Like, everyone's got that fucking uncle. You know that uncle that's just fucking practical joke guy. Keeps the joke going on too long. It's like, like that guy. So, and I, I fucking arsehole. But do you think a dog knows like he lives at one of them? Like he's walking down the street and and he's being walked by his guy and he sees another dog coming the other way being walked by his guy or gal and he goes oh fuck me I gotta uh, I gotta see fucking Rover now I got uh, Rover's gotta see me with this asshole every day <laughs> you think you think dogs just go like oh fuck me why did I get stuck with this asshole I wish I was at a fucking kill shelter I wish I was at a sh- fucking kill shelter right now. <laughs> So we're on the ferry and uh, we dock in Bridgeport, we get in the car, we drive all the way to Connecticut, all the way up to a town called Stonington, which is basically where Foxwoods, we were at Foxwoods Casino. The show wasn't in Foxwoods, we were across from it in a, in a country club. And uh, so we walk into Foxwoods Casino and we walk around there for a bit to kill time because we got there early and like, it's funny because that's, that's, the last time I was there is when I saw Bob Dylan. And uh, like, and I always felt bad about saying this, but it was like, it was a shitty show. Like, I, I almost feel like, how do you say that? It was Bob Dylan? Like, you got to be in the room with Bob Dylan. I never, I, I remember I was talking to. Uh, I didn't want to be like, yeah, Bob Dylan was shit. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, it's a legend, and you're in the same room as him, and you're sharing air. You're in the second row, and I remember talking to Vic Henley, rest his soul, and he was like, yeah, man, there are two types of Bob Dylan show. You got a great Bob Dylan show or you got a shitty Bob Dylan show and you got the shitty Bob Dylan show. I was like, God damn it, I did. I got the shitty Bob Dylan show. So I hope to see him again uh, when all this stuff, you know, maybe I'll get the good Dylan show. I don't know. I don't know. You can write in and complain if you're Bob Dylan or if you're a Bob Dylan fan. Wouldn't that be funny if I got an actual letter from Bob Dylan complaining about my uh, podcast right now, shitting on him? It's like, yeah, you phoned it in, Bob. You didn't sing any of the hits. You didn't sing any of the hits. Like a Rolling Stone, you could have sang that. Right? You never even played the guitar. That's what you're known for. I played the guitar because I fucking saw you play the guitar. Right? You don't stop it. Thank God Mavis Staples opened up for you. Fuck you, Bob Dylan. Stop mumbling. Sing your shit and fucking leave. That's it. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. Um... So we got to connect. We walked on Foxwoods, by the way. It was fucking deserted. It was weird. You know, like if you had five people playing like a blackjack thing, they had five little little plastic boots now. And it was just weird. It was a weird vibe walking around. Like, I guess you got to try stay stay alive, right? And it was it's just empty. I know it was empty because people are, are afraid to go out, which is fine. I'm not I'm not knocking anybody who has uh, who's concerned about this thing right now. You should be concerned, I think. But um, it was just weird, you know. So we get to the gig. I mean, I'm on fast forward, but Foxwoods, it was, uh, it was just like a ghost town. So we grabbed something to eat there. We grabbed a bit of, we got a bit of Johnny Rockets or Eddie Rockets as it's known in Ireland. I don't know why they do that. Why you change the names for the same franchise in a different country. I could Google that and find out why, but I, I don't want to. Now I like the mystery. I like, the, I like to have the mystery now. 
Like that's it. It's in my head. I nobody nobody knows. Like that's it. That's the mystery. Why is it called Eddie Rockets and Johnny Rockets? I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh so we grab something to eat, then we head over to the gig, we get changed because they want, you know, they, you want to be nice in a suit, that's what they wanted, like, that's what you got, Roach was concerned that he had put on too much quarantine weight, he hadn't worn that shirt since fucking before quarantine, we go in, and the fu- here's what I say, here's what I always say when I go to these gigs, uh, even though we were booked privately, we weren't hired by them, we were, we'd worked through uh, a guy, a good buddy of ours, Johnny Lambert, right? Johnny does puts on these great private gigs and he on all his emails are the same when he sends them out. No political stuff, which I don't, no racist stuff, right? Which I mean who's doing that nowadays? And he goes, No, no F bombs, right? Which is a cut and paste email I think that he sends. <laughs> if I'm to be honest with you. So I go, fuck, right? Look, I'm not saying you have to nobody has to be nobody has to curse. Nobody, like, to be funny. I get it, but it's nice to take the edge off, right, in a today's site. Like, just to hear some, a comic go up there and just maybe once in a while drop drop an F-bomb. Make a, put a bit of passion into it, right? Um, and I'm not saying you have to curse to be funny. I'm not saying that. I can do sets without it, but I just like to let loose on stage myself and have a bit of fun. If it, if it happens organically, it happens. I don't write fucks into my, into my punchlines. Um... So the first thing I always do when I go to these gigs, I walk in and I go, hey, listen, n- neither of us are dirty. We're like, but listen, how, how are you guys if, you know, if we drop it, if if we say the F word once or twice? I just want to know so I don't want to upset anybody. And she's like, just do what you like. Say what you like. We're gonna, her name was uh, Jamie. And she was fucking cool, man. And she was like, just say what you like. Do what you like. It's fine. And here's the thing I went out was a country club. And I noticed when I got up there uh, that they kind of... Here's the thing that a lot of people are not going to like, right? And I don't, I, don't, I don't have a side. I don't go left. I don't go right. I go where it's fair. If they say something I like, I go, yeah, I'm into that. If they over there say something, I go, well, that's fair. But what I've noticed is like this audience leaned right a lot. And I always find that whenever you're doing a private event and it, it, they seem to... If there is a direction that... Like they're not a regular walk-in comedy. Oh, comedy show. Let me just pull in here and go to this show. They're part of a group. And I always find that the ones that lean right have the better sense of humor. Right? As long as you don't trash their guy. Right? As long as you don't sing about their guy. Balls to the wall. Say what you like. Say what you like. As long as you don't trash their guy. And I don't do that anyway. But then when you go to the like the left. And I'm sorry left if you're upset about this. Like in comedy clubs. And like you you get offended when you, when you don't know you should be offended. You're like, wait, should I? He said that word. So that means this is a bad joke, right? I shouldn't be like, I'm not. Can somebody tell me how to feel? Because I, I, tell me how to feel, please. I don't know if I should be like, I should fake up being upset. Because you can't fake being upset. You can fake the reaction. But deep down, you can't fake the, re, you can't fake the emotion. You can't fake the emotion. You can fake how you portray the emotion. You can, like, that's what, I mean, I was really great at that in acting class, by the way. But you can, you can pretend to be sad. You can pretend to be happy. But if it's coming from the inside, you can't fake your actual emotion, right? You can't do it. Just like, just like guys are into girls with hairy armpits. He can't tell himself he doesn't. He can tell his friends at the diner. I like ass. I like tits. You know what I like? Hairy armpits. What the fuck? He can keep that to himself if he wants, but he can't deny it if he likes hairy armpits. So you need to stop pretending you're offended because you heard a certain word or you heard a certain joke when deep down you probably laughed on the inside, but you weren't sure 
how you should do it on the outside. So you think, no, wait a minute, I think I should be offended. I want my friends to think that. I want people to think I am better. I want people to think I am, I am I'm so liberal and I want people to think I'm so... When it comes to comedy clubs, talking to liberal people, hanging out with them is the best. Like, it's, everyone's laid back. Yeah, do this, it's fine. But when you start fucking talking, when you start talking to an over-the-top liberal, it's like, oh, fuck me. What is wrong with you? Again, I don't have a side. I don't have a side. I just want to state that. But the show was fucking great. We had a great time. My point is, it was nice to be back to normal again. The crowd was into it. You know, I didn't miss a beat. Uh, I met a guy from Wexford, for fuck's sake. Usually after a show, people go, where where are you from in Ireland? And I go, Wexford. And they go, I never heard. Like, because they want to tell us where their grandmother came from, which is fine. But I say, I kind of was almost going to give up and just go Dublin because people, because you have to explain it. You got to hold up your hand and do the map like your hand is Ireland and you got to point to the bottom right of your palm and go, yeah, that's where we are down here. We're down here. But this guy was from the same town as me. Isn't that fucking funny? He was over living in Arizona and then he came into Connecticut for a bit to do some work. And uh, we chatted for a bit. And that was always nice to meet a fellow yellow belly. And uh, we got in the car, we drove home. And then yesterday, uh, you know, after the gig, we, uh, you know, we called it a night. I get home the next day and I uh, was fucking exhausted. Just exhausted. I just didn't really sleep though, but that's kind of what. But it was just nice to get back, you know, nice to be. But then again, like I said, it could be gone. It could be gone uh, this week. Like this week, I do have a show, by the way, if you're on Long Island and you happen to go to Long Beach. Long Beach in the house. Isn't that from a, a, a whatever song? A Dr. Dre. But I am part of a great lineup. Ryan Reese got a show. And on the show, we have Sheba Mason, Mick Thomas. That's me. And the very funny Mr. Brian Scott McFadden. That is 8 p.m. August 20th at the Anchor Tavern. The Anchor Tavern. That's a coincidence that is called after the same company that manufactures my podcast. So come on down on Thursday to 20th to the Anchor Tavern. It's a fucking great lineup. It's an indoor show too. It's an indoor show. Wear your masks walking in. I don't think you have to wear them sitting down. Come on out. It will be a great, great show. That's a fucking good lineup. I'm proud to be and happy to be on that lineup. But um, I'll leave it there, guys. So I just want to let you know, like I said, it was a good week. And uh, easy come, easy go, right? Now I'm back to kind of seeing how figure out the next few weeks. But thanks for listening. Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing. Oh, check out my other podcast, by the way. Uh, Mick, uh, Marvel Movie Reviews by Mick Thomas. If you're a nerd, it's funny. If you're not a nerd and don't like uh, the Marvel movies, you're probably not going to like it, so you don't have to listen to it. But maybe give it a check out. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll entice you to watch the Marvel movies. But anyway, until then, guys, listen, it was lovely talking to you. Um, I will talk to you real soon. Any comments, concerns, send them to my Instagram like you did last time for those of you who complained. Uh, I love to get your complaints. I love to ignore them. (laughs) I'm joking. I address them all. I address them all. Thanks so much, guys. And as usual, take care of yourselves and wash your hands, you dirty fuckers. Take care. Good luck to you. Good luck to you.